there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most... State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddie, Jeff Dye, and Freddie Prince Jr. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Freddie. And we're going to get right into it because a whole bunch of crazy crap happened over this weekend. We're going to talk about both pay-per-views, WWE, and AEW. And then unfortunately, we have to talk about the scrum and the, which is a, when all the press asked their questions. And unfortunately, this week, all the questions were more gossip driven in real life than storyline driven, which some people may think is good, but I think is horrible. As always, is my amazing co host, Jeff Dye. What's up, buddy? It was awesome getting to spend Saturday with you. Same, brother. I had a good time. And watch Clash at the Castle. And it was just two bros. It was a it was a good time to watch. I, I always love hanging out with you, and I love watching wrestling. But it's it's unusual when it starts at ten a.m. You know, that's like that's new for me to get up at nine and go. All right, I gotta get ready for this wrestling pay per view. That was that was the only unusual. Yeah, part. Cardiff. Once you switch your hours, Cardiff, you're bo- you're you're messing with our with our circ- circadian rhythms. Is it yeah, circadian? couldn't you guys what pre-record it? it and then put it out later? You know, when people are awake. <laughs> 
and don't post anything so it, it gets spoiled. Just let <laughs> yeah, us have it at spoilers. our normal time. Exactly. Um, shout out to everyone from Cardiff. Sorry that Jeff and I did the Great Britain Cardiff thing. We know you guys are your own people. Jeff, would you like to hear a word in uh, in Welsh that I that I'm not even joking about it? I actually speak one word of Welsh. Would you like to hear it? I would love to hear. It. Yeah, let's hear it. It's piosh wobbly wobbly. Would you like to know what that means? <laughs> yeah, but I'm nervous because it sounds weird. That's how you say jellyfish in Welsh. <laughs> Why would you ever need to learn jellyfish in Welsh? Well, I saw it on a TV show. Oh, so nice. it just stuck in my head and I don't, it was years ago, but it's true. <laughs> Piosh means yeah. fish and, you know, wobbly wobbly is the, is, I guess, yeah. the jelly If part. I'm learning a language, jellyfish is not even in the top 3,000 words I'm going to need to know. And you started with jellyfish for Welsh. What if you see? get stung by one and, you know, you need someone to pee on you and they just think you're a creep because you're begging them true. to pee on you, but you can't tell them why. There you go. I guess you figured it out. It's still a pretty unlikely situation. Usually it'd be, where's the bathrooms? Do you know where the hotel is? Things like that. But uh, Hey, my dad had a whole bit on that in the 70s. I thought this show opened really, really cool because it started with the ladies. We had three on three and Bailey was clearly the winner, even though there were shenanigans. But who cares about the match? This means that it's going to be Bailey versus Bianca Belair one-on-one they're going to build up to this and 100 bailey is getting the title wrapped around her she's too good on the mic right now she's better on the mic than bianca right now right now and the heel thing is working for the her minions eo and and coda they're both smaller than her she has broader shoulders bigger hips she's taller she has more weight on her they have they have positioned her so perfectly I'm totally in love with Bailey right now, and she's going straight to the top. What say you, sir? Did the right team win? Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that they let them win so fast. I mean, they just came back in SummerSlam. But uh, like like you just said, I agree with all those things. But there's nobody hotter than Bailey right now, as far as like she's just she's just over with everybody, and she she looks great in the ring. She's good on the mic. I say give it to her. It was a good match. It was actually a good match, and I'm very critical of the of of these types of matches. And it was great. I love this girl so much, man. She came and did five episodes of the A&E show that I host, Rivals Sundays on A&E. And <laughs> she was so cool. She has been a fan of wrestling since birth. And a lot of the problem I think most people have with wrestling today is the recruiting process of it. Because the people they recruited that are, a lot of them are stars today, didn't even grow up watching wrestling. They didn't care. They don't know the history. It's just a job for them. And the fans want someone who they believe is as passionate as they are, even if they're wrong. And the and the person who didn't watch it as a kid is crazy passionate. They would prefer someone that's like them. And that's who Bailey is. She grew up on this. She loves it. I love this girl. We should have her as a guest. I think as a wrestling fan, you either want the the wrestler to be have have always been a wrestling fan like Bailey or a Jericho or the Young Bucks. 
or you want them to, it's okay if you didn't watch wrestling grow up. Just don't pretend you did. That's the worst. Yes. When they go, oh, yes. ever since I was little, I looked up to, to Paige. You're like, what? You looked up to Paige ever since you were little? I know you're young, but what are you talking about? Like, they'll, like, they'll, <laughs> they'll act like they want. You ever had people do that? Go, oh, you like wrestling? And you go, yeah. And they go, oh, man, remember Ultimate Warrior? And you're like, yes, I remember Ultimate. You know, they always they pretend like they've watched it their whole life and they can only name like Macho Man, Randy Savage. It's like, yeah. all right, I don't want, we don't need to have this conversation. It happens every time I have a guest on my podcast and they see those wrestling toys they think i want to talk about wrestling with them but they don't know a lot about wrestling i'm just like ah save it i'll talk to freddie about wrestling he knows infinitely think, more than yeah, me you think I like math that. teachers want to talk to guys like us about math no yeah, no we, we don't know what we're talking about when it comes to that yeah exactly oh my god my daughter has a pre-algebra like pre-quiz <laughs> and they yeah. sent the here's how you can help them and i literally was like i I don't. I can't help my dog. Okay, like, I need a. I need something that helps me understand this. I'd go on YouTube, look I up bet. all these stupid videos on how to do algebra. We had Seamus and Gunther. Okay, and they, we're jumping right to Seamus and Gunther. Right. Well, just because they repeated the Friday Night SmackDown bit where they just stare at each other, but I just oh, yeah, wanted yeah. to. I beginning. just wanted to touch on it real quick because Seamus, who you and I both love, he lost the match. But it was in Wales and there were a ton of Irish people there and they were giving him a ton of support. And I just want to give people a quick story. And I, I've said a version of it like in season one, but just for any new listeners, why I love this guy so much. And you'll love this story. When I worked at WWE, Vince ran promo class, which was basically acting class. Only he wasn't the best teacher. He would say things like, you got to give me a little razzle dazzle while you're up there. And a wrestler literally in that very same moment tapped me on my shoulder and said, what does razzle dazzle me? So it was, tr it was trouble from Jump Street. And one of the exercise exercises, one of the exercises that Vince wanted to do was he brought two wrestlers up and he would tell them each who or what they were. And then he would say, now make me want to watch you fight. And so it was Wade Barrett, Seamus, who we all love. He's the whitest man in the world. You can see all his organs inside his body, as Santino once said. And they go up there and Vince looks them both dead in the eye. And he's not joking around. It's not a rib. He says, it's not a joke. He says, you're a dog and you're a dog. Now make me want to watch you fight. And it's dead quiet. And 30 seconds go by. And while those 30 seconds go by, we want to thank you guys for your support. And we also want to say thank you for the ratings and all the five-star reviews that you guys have given us. We appreciate that. 45 seconds have gone by. It feels like now a minute's gone by. And Seamus says the words out loud, I think I'm having an out-of-body experience. And the whole room, it's every wrestler, every, every producer, the old-school wrestlers that helped design the matches, and Vince, everyone, the camera, everybody's in here and they're all laughing. And then it gets quiet again because no one can say anything. And then all of a sudden, Wade Barrett, he had balls, man. But he didn't know what direction Vince wanted to go. And all of a sudden you just hear, and Vince jumps up and he goes, not an actual dog. Oh, God. Damn it, son of a bitch. And he just starts going off. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the craziest acting class I've ever seen in my life. The actors haven't said anything yet. Only the teacher has. And so right after that, I went up to Vince. I said, dude, you got to let me take over 
this promo class. This is not going to work. I, I promise it's not going to work. And before that, he goes, hey, I want you to see what we're going to do here. Like he was excited for it and it just died. It died a miserable death. But that's I why I love Seamus so much. I can't imagine having to take a, a class where Vince is the teacher. Like he's the highest up the the last opinion, the 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 guy that gets final say, the guy that kiboshes everything and green lights everything, and he's your teacher. That would be a nightmare. And yeah, it's a class where a class is the opportunity to fail. Yeah. You can't fail in front of the guy that fires you. It's yeah. insane. He's acting like a dog. We've got to get, he's done. He won't work on this company ever again. You're like, I don't know. You told me to be a dog. I was just panicked because you're Vince. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer... And a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your call on the next match. Do you want to do Mysterio with Edge and the Judgment Day? Do you want to do Rollins Riddle? Do you want to do the championship match? What, What do you want to do? Uh, let's talk about them all. I mean, Rollins-Riddle match was awesome. The only criticism yeah. I had was that Seth Rollins came out dressed like Elton John for no reason at all. But other than that, <laughs> I don't I don't think Seth Rollins, <laughs> I don't think he knows who his character is. <laughs> who did he come dressed out as? Elton John. <laughs> That's exactly what he came out as. Rocket like, man. I'm walking to the ring just as fast as I can. It's just so confusing to me. I was like, why Dude, is he wearing I have never that? seen anyone I love commit harder to a gimmick I hate more than Seth Rollins. He's even he's got the a, laugh. <laughs> oh, I, and I hate the laugh, but he's great at it. I just I love hate him. the gimmick so much. I think he's amazing. I love Seth. I love his character. I love everything about him. And the fact that he hasn't quit on this ridiculous gimmick I'm not even, I used to be mad at, I'm not even mad anymore. At this point, I'm like, you know that everyone hates it and yeah. you leaned into it more. So now I kind of respect it. <laughs> Regardless <laughs> of the fact that he came out like Elton John, they stole the whole show. Great, had, great match. I thought they had the best match of the night. I loved every single second of it. And I feel like that pretty much with every match Seth Rollins has. Not every match Riddle has, every match Seth Rollins has. He's like the WWE's, Brian Danielson, although they used to have their own Brian Danielson. I liked the entire match. I, I think that's the longest I've watched Matt Riddle wrestle, really. I feel like I've, that's I have That seen might him. be the longest match they've ever given him. And you have yeah. someone like Seth Rollins who can l- legit go 60 minutes. He has. We got to talk about Mysterio and Edge versus the Judgment Day because you sent me a little video clip that is now all over the internet when this happened. So to set this up for everyone, there's a father-son storyline, Rey Mysterio and his son, Dominic, a real father-son. And Rey is, you know, died in the wool luchador. He's full of so much pride and honor and, and, and just respect. And you know that he tries to pour that into his son. And the Judgment Day are the bad guys in this story. They're a group that Edge created. Edge is a veteran, superstar, Hall of Famer, good actor. Watch him on Vikings. He's done a bunch of other shows, too. And he's great on the mic. Really smart guy. Good human being. And uh, they kick him out of the group because he's the old lion. And these young lions, Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and Finn Balor, and we love all three of these, they take over. But 
it all felt forced because it was all due to an injury. That's why Edge had to stop being a bad guy and become a good guy. So Jeff and I, I think we both felt the same way. There was something a little stiff there that wasn't working. Well, they made it all work. And I saw it on Monday Night Raw, the continuation of the story, and they're still making it work. They tell this story by they're beating up Dominic Mysterio, who's young, new to the business. He looks like he's 16 years old. And they're cruel to him. They just destroy him. They got a woman beating him up, which is humiliating on on multiple levels now. And everything about it is just Dominic, Dominic, Dominic. So they have this match and Edge supports his friend, Rey Mysterio. And Dominic comes out to show love for his father, although he's not wrestling that night. And they have a tag match against Damian Priest and Finn Balor. And the match goes back and forth. And eventually they both do their finisher moves together. Ray does the 619, which is an amazing acrobatic move where he swings his whole body in between two ropes, spins around and both feet, boom, hit the bad guy in the face. And the bad guy falls backwards and turns around staggering and bam, uh, it's called a spear. And that's like a shoulder tackle in football. And the guy's down one, two, three matches over. Yay, good guys. Dominic gets in the ring. Yeah, my dad. He looks at Edge, the guy who helped his dad. But it took Edge to help his dad because Dominic wasn't tough enough. And all of a sudden, you see this change in Dominic's face from love to hate. And he kicks Edge. Jealousy is the right word. And he kicks Edge square in the balls. And Edge, like for me, it was a great acting moment because most people just, when you see it in movies, they drop their head and fall to the ground. He drops to his knees and looks up at Dominic like, dude, what? And then just drops. And then we get the great moment where Dominic looks at his dad and is like, yeah, I'm so his dad's trying to calm him down. Dude, what are you doing? That's Edge. He's like a brother. And Dominic's like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then, blam, he just nails him with a clothesline, just a forearm right across the throat. Jeff, tell the people why this is so relevant. It's a uh, it's a the same story in a way. It's the same finisher story of when um, when Eddie Guerrero turned on Rey Mysterio, and also someone tweeted me Batista. Also, is that I don't know if that's that's true also or not. true. Yeah, but it's like Rey Mysterio. If you're going to turn on Rey Mysterio, you give him that clothesline, and also a beautiful <laughs> clothesline. It was like the clothesline from hell that uh, that LBJ really, used to use from really when he was in like that. and also. The reason I liked that this happened, and this might sound a little harsh, but Dominique hasn't done anything remotely hard since he's been introduced to, or to, interesting. Our, to us. He just gets beat up by Rhea Ripley. Yeah. He, uh, he, which makes him look so weak, in my opinion. Like she, like beats him up backstage, pulls him out all bloody. She beats him up in front of the fans. Even in this match, she's slamming Dominique around. We're getting some sort of point of view or perspective from from Dominic is uh, is exciting because if he didn't do something soon, I don't think he's going to be on TV anymore. A lot of nepotism going on keeping that guy around. I think you're dead on with with the way you broke that down. And I don't know if you saw last night's Monday Night Raw. But he came out all in black, black shirt, buttoned to the collar, hair slicked back. And he was not having it, man. Like, he finally looked interesting. And I think they got a chance to really get this right. Um, So everybody got over in this segment. I loved it. You and I love everyone in it. And we were relieved to finally see Dominic 
get an opportunity to be interesting and be compelling. Because I honestly, I'm with you. I didn't think he was going to be. Did you uh, you want to talk about the mask edge wore out to the ring? Devil man, come on, hey, devil man, man, devil man. I, lo- <laughs> I look. I have over a thousand luchador masks, so I'm I have some that are way crazier than that. I'll grab one and show you on on camera after the podcast. So I'm not mad at it, dude. I actually loved it. Did you think it was corny? I hated that mask, but you were like so excited when he came out. You were like, oh, I was so high. oh, do you think he wrestles in it? Do you think he wrestles in it? I was like, I don't know if he's got any. He took it off pretty You're quick. You're such a dick. You loved it, though. I like that I you did. liked it. I did. I wanted him to give it to Dominic and let Dominic. <laughs> I like that you liked it. <laughs> so anyway, it was a, this is actually a really nice story now that's shaping up. I think they saved this. I think they saved Judgment Day by doing this. I think Rhea Ripley has really emerged as the leader of the group, which is awesome. She's getting better on the mic each week and looks crazy confident out there. Like she looks as if she feels she can do no wrong. I'm sure that's not the case. She probably has insecurities like any human, but she is killing it right now. So shout out to that whole group, man. I thought it was a strange thing to add Dominic to the judgment day. I thought that was unusual. Watch Monday Night Raw if you haven't, because I thought it looked really cool. I thought he really fit in. Well, it was like they just were beating him up. They just beat him up. But think about this, man. See, I grew up, I'm a little older than you. When I was coming up, guys got ranked into gangs. And the way you got ranked in was they all beat the shit out of you. And if you were still cool with them after that, then you were in the gang, which meant you were never getting beat up again. So that's what it felt to me. When he came out on Monday Night Raw. So that's maybe if I if I can, maybe I'm overselling it. But if I can sell it to you that way, I will. That makes sense. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, main event, main event, main event. The entire world was convinced that the young boy from from Scotland, Drew Galloway, who's wrestled since he was 14 years old in a little wee gym in Edinburgh. I don't know if that's where it was. Um, wrestled all over Europe, won titles everywhere as a young man, comes to the WWE and Vince, when I was at the company, mind you, and Vince comes out and deems him the golden one. And he's going to be the next guy. And then every single week at TV, he would get the same note right before he would have to go on camera. And it was try not to have a Scottish accent, which is the most horrible note that you could ever give a human being in their life, especially right before they're going on live or tape television or a backstage segment. And it was the only thing in his head. And I would tell him two words. After that, all the time, I'd say supreme confidence, Drew, supreme confidence. Come on, man. Don't listen to that nonsense. Supreme. Oh, no, my accent. I said, you could sound like, oh, I remember I said, you don't think Braveheart made a bazillion dollars? Nobody freaking cares. He's like, well, my boss cares. And I was like, and that's like a tough argument to make. So it was real tough on this kid. He eventually got let go. And he had to kind of discover himself through other promotions like TNA. I think he went to Japan for a little bit. And then eventually he becomes this huge star in these companies. He's grown into his body. He's got a Magnum PI, hairy chest, sweet beard, a sweet finishing move, which are these guys, six, six, like two sixty, 
and he's not all chest, the lots legs. And that's what he uses for his finisher. It's this like flying drop kick. It looks like a manly Chun-Li flying through the sky. And the WWE brings him back. And for those of you who aren't familiar with him and not that familiar with wrestling, when the pandemic hit, this was the man they gave the title to in a time when there were no fans. They pre-recorded his match. He knew he was champion for a month before the rest of the world did, and he couldn't tell anyone. So, of course, he's going to win the match in Cardiff, Wales, where tons of Scotsmen and Scotswomen have all come to watch their guy go. And the match starts. Mr. Die, there weren't as many chops. No chops. Oh, that made me happy, yeah. Were you convinced of a Drew, of a Drew victory? Yeah, I thought for sure. And then they kept being like some close pins where I was like, I was actually getting like all like, I get like, I'll be going, I, if they do this to me again, you know, I was just like, I, cause I was like, there's an, I'm 99% sure it's going to be Drew wins. But, the, but the, every time there'd be like a big move by Roman or like a pin or whatever, I would go, they, I, there's a 1% chance here that they're going to screw me. There's a 1% chance they're going to do it to me again where they put Roman over and Roman walks out of the. I was like, there's just, I don't, there's signs that say if Roman wins, we riot, you know, and I'm thinking same thing, <laughs> same thing. I'm thinking the same thing. And, uh. I, I, I thought there was no chance, no chance in hell. Well, let's talk about why we were both wrong. They took a big risk and sacrificed a lot of the Drew McIntyre story, although that ended up happening anyway when they forgot to cut the feed. But they brought out a new cousin of Roman Reigns since the I Usos did like that. And Paul Heyman couldn't be there. I have not seen him cut a promo, so I don't know if he can cut one. But it's a big risk to put on the guy. It could be a place for Drew to go so he could hand, you know, fight the reason that he got screwed. But then he would have to lose that story so that Sokoa's character wins and becomes credible. But there was interference from this dude. And Drew ends up losing the match. And then Tyson. Oh, and at one point, Austin Theory tried to cash in and Tyson Fury knocked him out. But that's not important. The end of the match was weird. Because they forgot to say cut. And they, and I know this for a fact. I, I asked a couple of people. And they left the feed running. And all of a sudden, Drew McIntyre was feeling good. And Tyson Fury came out to the ring. And Jeff, they sang Sweet Caroline after a loss. It was so weird. It, was, it felt like some weird house show. I, the singing I could it do basically, without. Basically, they thought they were cut. Yeah, it was so corny and so stupid, and it made Fury and uh, McIntyre look weird and unusual after a big loss like that. Uh, yeah. The match was so good. I loved every part of the match. I actually liked that they kept saying the Usos didn't make the uh, didn't make the travel. A lot of my friends were texting me like, "Well, they let Roman win so that the Rock can come back and it'll be the Rock versus Roman." But in my opinion, you don't need you don't need that to be a championship match. I'm watching the Rock versus Roman anyway. You know, yeah, so you rock, don't need rock doesn't isn't going to be champion again. That would just be weird. Just don't understand why they let Roman win that match. It makes no sense to me. And I said, and I this is a promise that if wrestling does this to me with the Roman Reigns finish 200, 300 more times, I'm going to stop watching. Well, I can tell you a couple things. You don't have to worry because it is now public knowledge that Roman has taken more of a not a part time contract but not a champion contract. And you already know that Killer Cross is right there, baby. 
or sorry, Carrion Cross now. Carrion Cross, the one that got away, Mr. Die, the one because he's not, he's not carrying cross. He does not have Scarlet with him, Scarlet Bordeaux. They are not that he does not have the evil macho man, Miss Elizabeth. He is not carrying cross. And that is my prediction. Not Kevin Owens, who I would love to see, but maybe they could split the belts between the two men. But I think Drew is going to probably have to lose to Sokoa before he can go after another title. So get ready for the one that got away, Jeff. Yeah. The one that got away. The one that got away from you. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. Let's talk about AEW. I did not go to the 107 degree Dodger game. My daughter and wife and their friends uh, went and I ordered the pay-per-view. I don't like saying bad things. I will say this. I didn't enjoy a match until Keith Lee and, and Swerve Strickland took on the acclaim. Got nervous in that match a few times. I did. Yeah, I did too. They, I thought they had a lot of really believable false finishes. When that double superplex off the top rope, which yeah. is what a superplex is, it looked like Keith Lee was going to land on his head. I got so nervous about it. They, he's just such a big fella. For those of you who don't know, Keith Lee is the largest man I've ever seen. Just I don't a know seal how else of a man, like a big seal, he's, big uh, he's as wide. He's as wide as he is tall. And then there just happened to be arms and legs and a head on top of like a giant dining room table is basically what he looks like. Like the dining room table from Beauty and the Beast when it comes alive in the cartoon. But a big like, yeah, that's Keith Lee. So shout out to them for saving the first part of the show. And I'll give love to Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson because a lot of that led into this Daniel Garcia kid who you and I have been talking about a little bit. Chris Jericho wins the match with some dirty cheating shenanigans. Dirty, dirty son of a bitch. And he goes backstage and he's talking to Daniel Garcia, who I'm starting to like. And he's saying, yo, why weren't you out there? And he's like, I told you I could. It's too much. I couldn't go out there. And I just watched you cheat, man. That's not that ain't what it's all about. And Jericho's like, all right, it's, it's OK. But you're you're wrestling Wheeler Yuta on Wednesday night, I believe it is. So it'll be tonight when you guys hear this podcast for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. And none of us are going to be there for you. You're going to be there all alone. And he reacts to that. He says, yo, come on, man. Like, this is my foundation. He's like, yeah, well, now you're going to know how it feels. Peace. And they've really put this kid on an island and they're giving him. This is a legit story for him to take advantage of and be something. So we'll know at the end of this if he has what it takes because they're not booking this bad. They're booking this well, at least him. So I was happy to see that. Like I said, I'm trying to focus on the good things. By the way, I think that Aleister Black is gone. Did that not look like a goodbye at the end of that? Yeah. and, uh, and Malachi, also, Malachi Black, they call him. Did that not look yeah. like goodbye? Yeah, it looked like goodbye. And I say good riddance. I've never been a fan. You're not a Malachi Black guy nope, at all. Not at all. What if he had the right... What about what he was doing in NXT? Did you like that? Nope. Right. Didn't well, like fair it. Enough. <laughs> and that's going to take us to CM Punk and mm-hmm. the city of Chicago defeating John Moxley, which I think everyone knew was going to happen. And then there was a ladder match earlier in the night that I thought was a mess. And, oh, you thought it was a mess? I didn't like it. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was awesome. All right. Tell, tell everyone the good parts that you like. 
I like that kind of stuff, as we've mentioned a hundred times on this podcast. I love any like kind of like coffins and dumpsters. Yeah, and, and, I, and I also like the uh, the luchador flying all over the place, like a running down the ramp and like doing a, a Canadian destroyer down the. Down it was the amazing. Ramp. That was insane, dude. That <laughs> yeah, was, was so, like, so cool. I'm like, how is no one like obsessed with this type of stuff? It was just a very very fun, uh, insane extreme kind of like brutal without seeing blood kind of match. I loved it. I hate these matches. People get hurt. Can't work. Everybody's trying to outdo it. So it gets more dangerous every time one of these matches gets done. I hate them so much. Not everybody's built like Kofi Kingston and even he's starting to get hurt. Um, I didn't like the end of this. It it looked weird to me. I think that's Bivens from NXT, the manager. They call him Stokely. And he grabs this ring that's going to get a chance, like a poker chip that's going to get a championship match against the winner of Moxley and Punk. And then this masked man, the Joker, comes down, walks into the ring, even does a powerful spin, not some wimpy pirouette, but a power spin. He's a powerful man, but we don't know who he is. He takes the chip from this manager. And now we have to wait. He's about to take off his mask, but no, F you. I'm not taking off my mask. You have to wait. Well, we didn't have to wait long because after the match, the Joker comes out and it is MJF, the return of Maxwell Jacob Friedman, a man of taste, style, the only man who's keeping Burberry in business. There is no better heel in the game, and he's not even 30 years old. He comes out. Now, wait, but this is a question for you. Did you know, did you or the fans know that the Joker was MJF? Most people online felt it was because his body type. And a handful of people hoped it was Bray Wyatt because you guys always wanted to be Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, it's everybody in the world. But so I was wondering if this was maybe like my wrestling ignorance that like everyone knew it was, the, it was MJF and I didn't. But When he did the power spin in the ring, it gave it away. And so I thought that was maybe another wrestler thinking if I do that move, people will think it's MJF and I can swerve him. This should have been the return of MJF. He's going against CM Punk, which was the best storyline in wrestling in the last 20 friggin' years. And because of a bunch of backstage bullshit, everybody's talking about guys that aren't even wrestling for the friggin' championship. They're not talking about this storyline. MJF was a friggin' afterthought, which is disgusting. If they're just making all this up to get people to, oh, we got to, you know, have a big media conference thing like UFC and get people to talk about it. And all this backstage fighting and, and calling people clowns and children. If this is a work, that's they screwed up. That's just bad. That's bad writing because everyone should be talking about MJF. They should be talking about professional wrestlers, not goofy soap opera drama stuff backstage. Apparently, CM Punk does not like a handful of people in the locker room, a large handful of people. And it seems like it's the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega based off comments that he said, talking about EVPs, executive vice presidents that should not be EVPs because they behave like children. He said a lot of hardcore stuff. He sounds a lot like, <laughs> well, he sounds a lot like John Cena when CM Punk was the one saying a lot of shit that people didn't like, which is kind of weird. However, if these men, he said it, if you have a problem with me, come confront me. He needs to do the exact same thing. I hope he is. Apparently, there was some confrontation backstage, which is, I think, the only good part of this whole thing, because hopefully they can just 
have the fist, beat each other's ass, and then it's done. That's how men solve things in the 80s and 90s. It just stopped one day. I don't know why. That's why we have these ongoing 30-year beefs now, because nobody just gets cracked. It's bad there, man. There's no leadership. He was saying stuff in front of his boss that was making Tony like cringe and, and become this shrinking violet. And that's his boss. So there is no leadership backstage. Things have to be a mess back there. They have to find someone that everyone universally respects that can not have a wrestler's court, but at least, or maybe that's what they need is a wrestler's court. I mean, they have one of their EVPs, which is Adam Page, said he doesn't need advice. He doesn't take advice. I know a lot of actors that talk like that in their in their 20s. And I'm like, yo, man, this is Peter Falk. You're like, not going to, man, I'm going to do what brought, what got me here. I'm like, all right, Doug. I don't know what's going on there, man. I have a, a couple friends who who work there who just say it sucks backstage. But uh, but they need leadership or someone from the outside that is in a position of power above the EVPs that ain't having this or at least can bring people together and say, have it out, like hash it out right now. And even if that means you guys got to throw some punches, throw some punches. I'll drive you to the doctor as soon as it's over. Like, I don't know what's going on there, but if they don't get their shit together, Triple H is going to run away with the wrestling business. Run away with it. I wonder if Tony Khan being so young is part of the problem. The fact that CM Punk could sit right next to his boss and just say insane things, calling guys empty-headed, saying that all the people that are in AEW are young you know, young idiots who don't listen and do, like, I, I, it, and like you just, you've already mentioned it, but he kept cringing, you know, like he would kept like looking and, and then he would even look over to like some of the reporters and kind of make like a face. Like, I don't really know what, what what's going to be like punk got away with murder on that. Like just wildly inappropriate to like say about your coworkers. And even if he's right, even if he's dead on to bury your boss like that is, I, Listen, you know, I'm working hard to start my own promotion and to pull this off in a way that's different than these other guys. I would never have a post thing scrum because I don't care about that stuff. But if I did and one of my talent spoke like that and I was sitting right there, it wouldn't be in front of everybody. I wouldn't rip them apart in front of everyone, but I would stand up. I would say. The media scrum is over. Punk, you stay right there. Or whoever it was, you sit right there. Everybody get out. And in that room, he either isn't going to, or she either isn't going to work there ever again, or they're going to know who their boss is. It's one of the other. They're walking out, getting fired, or playing ball. Like, even if he's right. Yeah. That was crazy. And it stole all the all the the limelight off the MJF CM Punk storyline, which is what everybody should be talking about. The the headline Monday morning should have been, oh, my God, after the three matches they just gave us last year, what the hell is MJF and CM Punk going to come up with now? And nobody asked that question. Not one person, because everybody's like, ooh, he hates him and he hates him. And man, none of that's. None of that is wrestling. None of it's wrestling. And it sucks for everybody on that roster. I want AEW to succeed. I want 
all these companies to succeed. That's more money for pro wrestlers. That's more opportunity for pro wrestlers. That's more opportunities for fans to find a, the next star who's going to be the next one. Oh, I saw their first match. Like, that's a great feeling for wrestling fans. And when crap like this is going on, I've never seen it work for a company. So it makes me nervous. I know there's people out there saying, oh, this is exciting. Like, that sucks. That's not what you want to be exciting. So I wish them the best. I hope for the best. And uh, and that's all I got for you today, Jeff. Do you have any best or worst of the week? I think I just said my worst. I loved the that when CM Punk and Moxie, that was great. Uh, a little too bloody for my taste at some points, but it was uh, it was it was so, so good. And what an exciting finish to have MJF is the when he plays the voicemail. And, and also he didn't interrupt the match at all. It was just it was afterwards while CM Punk's in the ring with the belt. I thought it was all perfect. If you just erase that terrible interview that reminds you that some of these guys can be very unlikable. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you guys. We'll see all of you next week on Wrestling with Freddy, a.k.a. Wrestling with Friends. Peace. We're out. Follow us on our official show accounts on Instagram, Wrestling with Freddy. That's one word, I-E, not Y. Twitter, Pod. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 españolcom At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't sister. know we were going to go there on I'm this. Gonna go on this 
people that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.